Welcome to Time of Restoration broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. For this is the day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in this day. A day to worship him, a day to magnify his name, a day to exalt his name, a day to lift him up. Oh, we just thank God that this is a day that he has made that we've never seen before for us to benefit you know, throughout this day to accomplish the things that we need to accomplish this day with God's grace. And we thank God for this. We would like to say Merry Christmas to each of you. We know Christmas will be on Sunday. And some people will say, well, it's not Merry for me. And some people are saddened because of the time of the year or because of the fact that they've lost a lot of loved ones. But just know this. In spite of of all that's going on, you can rejoice and have joy even this Christmas coming up. You can have joy. You don't have to be, you know, moved by what you see. You don't have to be, your joy has not, does not have to be contingent upon what's going on around you. But because you know Jesus, because Jesus lives in you and, and you and him, that alone can create joy. So, you know, we just thank God because we are doing a teaching on joy. And we are approaching, you know, Christmas coming up on Sunday. A lot of people are not joyful. A lot of people are dealing with depression and sadness. But if you can just look to Jesus, look and live, look to his word, you know, Try to shake off those feelings that the enemy is trying to uh, take hold of you and just decree out of your mouth that you would not and shall not, you know, uh, sink to that spirit of depression and loneliness. But you're going to trust God, rejoice in Him, and be joyful on this day. I'm going to read uh, Isaiah 9, verse 6. Where the prophet Isaiah says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Prophecy that took place 700 years before Jesus' birth. But the fulfillment came when Mary gave birth to our Lord and Savior. And Isaiah went on to prophesy that, you know, he will be called, um, his name shall be called Wonder. His name shall be called Wonderful, meaning that his name alone would be a miracle. His name would be a wonder, would be marvelous. 
His name would be called Wonderful, a marvelous name. Then he was going to be called Counselor. Counselor is the one that guides, the one that instructs, the one that counsels or consults or give advice. I mean, he teaches us in his word. He, he, he instructs us through his word. He is, you know, uh, to deliberate or to, res to, to resolve. That's what a counselor does. So not only is he going to be uh, wonderful, a miracle, but he also going to be that God, the one that counsels. Then it says he's the mighty God, meaning that he's all-powerful <laughs> by implication. He's the mighty God, the one that's all-powerful. Hallelujah. He is our champion. He is the chief. Hallelujah. So he's going to be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, and God we know is deity, the Everlasting Father. In other words, God without end. You know, he, he, he's God forever. He, you know, he, he's without end. He's Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Hallelujah. Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. It doesn't matter whether he was born. We know he wasn't born on the 25th. That, that's, that's neither, uh, uh, he, it's not even relevant. The, the thing that's important is that fact that the fact that he was born, and not only was he born, he, he was born to die for our sins. And I want you to know today that the light has come. The light has come. And that's Jesus Christ. The light has come. So his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father. The Everlasting Father. God is God the Father. He's God the Son. And he's God, the Holy Spirit. So he's going to be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. A prince is a head person of any rank or class. <laughs> so you know there's no one like God. He's the head. He's a shepherd. He's our ruler. He's our steward. Oh my God. He is our governor. He is our general. Oh, the light has come. And he's going to be called the Prince of Peace. That's what a prince is. And peace, we know, means prosperity. Peace means safe. It means happy. It also means welfare in reference to a person's health. It means prosperity. It means peace. It means favor. So when we think about all these things about Jesus, 
what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. So when we celebrate Christmas, we thank God for the fact that the light has come. The light has come. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. That gives us joy. That brings joy. Hallelujah. So we thank God, and we thank God even about the shepherds, because when they came looking, they came for, with one purpose, and that was to worship him, to worship him. And John verses 1, John chapter 9, and I'm sorry, John chapter 1 verses 9 and 10 says, The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. We were created by him. <laughs> Thank God that he created us. He knew all of us before we were even conceived. He knows our future. He has a, a future for us and a purpose for us. He has an expected end for each of us. So for those of you that are out there today, I just just be encouraging your spirit to know that you are not alone this Christmas. In spite of all the loved ones you've lost and all the chaos and the things that you have gone through, that you can have joy this Christmas on Sunday that we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Matthew 2 and 10 says, and when they saw the star, talking about the shepherds, they were overjoyed. Luke 2 and 12 says, And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. So as we can uh, see in the Bible, the shepherds showed their joy through praising God for the wonderful gift of Jesus. And they came bearing gifts. You know, we all know the gifts, you know, that they, you know, brought to Jesus. Frankincense, myrrh, and gold. And uh, so we thank God. says, meditating on the words of God is the best way to celebrate Christmas. Also, it is good to note that spreading Christmas scriptures will surely brighten this season. Acts 5.31 Him hath God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior, but to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. John 1.14 and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. 
one of the amusing things about the Bible is that it, it never con contradicts itself. The birth of the Messiah was long written before Mary was even born. Prophets from the Old Testament like Isaiah had declared signs that would appear once the Son of God is born. Meaning, Christmas or the birth of Christ was foreseen to happen in the New Testament. So we know that there are scriptures that fulfill that prophecy. Hallelujah. Luke 1, verses 16, 4 to 6 and 4 to 7 says, And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. Romans 15 and 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. So, you know, it's nice to give Christmas scriptures about joy. A popular Christmas song titled Joy to the World was made to express the feelings we have during Christmas. The birth of Jesus makes the world joyful because we know that he came to bring salvation to the world. His birth marks the new hope for the reconciliation of our relationship with God. Through Jesus, we have come to know the purpose of God in our lives, to have the chance to be with our Father in heaven eternally is surely a reason to rejoice. Hallelujah. Hence, Christmas should be full of joy. Additionally, happiness is not meant to be savored alone. We should share it with our family, relatives, friends, and even strangers. Let's make the world a better place by bringing joy to everyone this day season. First Chronicles, first chapter 15, verse 16 says, David also commanded the chiefs of the Levites to appoint their brothers as the singers who should play loudly on musical instruments, on harps and lyrics and cymbals to raise sounds of joy. Luke 1, verses 30 and 31. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Hallelujah. A name that's above every name. A name that every knee is going to have to bow to. The atheist, the agnostic the hater of God, everyone will have to bow and confess that Jesus is Lord. Matthew chapter 2, verse 10. And when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. These were the shepherds. They were overjoyed. Hallelujah. And that purpose was to go and to worship him. Luke chapter 1, verse 14. And he will be a joy and delight to you and many will rejoice because of 
his birth. So we just thank God, you know, for these scriptures, you know, in regards to Christmas. And I didn't pray in the beginning, but I want to pray for those tonight uh, that are battling loneliness and uh, depression, heartaches during this season. And we want to pray for them tonight as well as for our nation and for the lost, for the sick, and for those that are going through. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this opportunity to come before your throne of grace, not with timidity, but with boldness. I ask for forgiveness for anything I might have said or done that would hinder this prayer. I thank God that I can enter into the most holy of holies, oh God, because of the fact that the veil has been rented from top to bottom. God, I, I enter in on behalf of leaders of nations, God. I'm praying, God, that you would touch, change hearts of of kings and rulers, oh God, that are tyrant, that, that are killing their constituents, God. We're asking that you, you, you're the one that can change the heart of the king through prayer. And the Bible says that the effective fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. And we know that one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand. So Lord, tonight I am standing praying against evil rulers, evil leaders, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, we are praying for President Biden. We are asking that you would continue to lead him, that he would have a good counsel before him. Lord, we are praying for the Congress, the Senate, oh God. We are praying that your will be done. Oh God, we are praying for Ukraine, the war-torn area, God. We are praying for Nigeria, the wars and killings that are yet going on. God, we are praying that the people will be safe and be protected, God. They're going through the winter, and many of them are going to be suffering with no heat, no 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 water, and just just coldness in winter. Lord, take them through. Lord, you're able to to protect and provide. Lord, we are thanking your God, providing heat, oh God, and we're just coming against that war, Lord, and Lord, we're coming against the spirit of hatred. Lord, we're praying, oh God, for leaders of churches. God, we're praying for the body of Christ, that you would unite us, that you would build us up, that you would just strengthen. Oh, God, we're praying for those tonight that are battling uh, uh, gender identity, those that are lonely because they've lost loved ones, those that are battling with depression and bipolar and all kinds of mental issues, God. We're asking that you would touch by your power. God, we're sending forth your word to heal, to deliver. We bind abortions. We bind the spirit of suicide. People shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. And Lord, we just thank you for your goodness and for your mercies, God. Because your mercies are new every morning. So we ask God today. We lift up restoration our local assembly, Lord. We lift up our uh, senior um, assistant pastor. We lift up the deacon board, the ministerial staff. And we thank you, God, for all that you've done. We thank you for giving your son, and your son gave his life. And we give you praise and glory. We're lifting up the sick. We're lifting up the homeless. We're lifting up, oh God, those that are without hope. Their hope is in you. 
And God, we thank you because you gave your son and your son gave his life for us. And we thank God for you giving your son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So Christmas is, is a time for giving. And we, we are celebrating the fact that God gave his son. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Romans 12 and 10. Love each other with genuine affection. And take delight in honoring each other. Proverbs 3 and 27. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. Wow, that's powerful. <laughs> One of the scriptures talks about, you know, how can you say you love someone and yet you can't reach out and don't have any bowels of mercies to, 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 help, to help them, you know. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. Hebrews 13 and 2 says, do not ne neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. Proverbs 21, 26, the righteous gives and does not hold back. I tell you, God loves a cheerful giver. It's more blessed to give than to receive. 2 Corinthians 9 and 10, God blesses us to make us a blessing. 2 Corinthians 9 and 10. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. Hallelujah. Proverbs 22 and 9 says, He who is generous will be blessed, for he gives some of his food to the poor. It's talking about Christmas scriptures about giving. It's, it's a blessing to give. Hallelujah. Proverbs 22 9. He who is generous will be blessed, for he gives some of his food to the poor. Then we have Proverbs 28 27. He who gives to the poor will never want. For he who sheds his eyes will have many curses. I mean, there are some people, regards, you know, to what the need is, they will refuse to give to the needed or to the poor. So as Christmas approaches, we tend to rush through various things. And people are out, you know, they're decorating their homes, they're out shopping and, 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 Sometimes they forget the real meaning of Christmas. The, the world has, has uh, commercialized it so that sometimes people, you know, forget what Christmas is all about. But the one thing I am excited about that when the news media come on, even those 
atheists and the agnostics and those that don't want to accept Jesus, the one thing, when the news come on, they do celebrate the Christian holiday of Christmas. And we thank God because he is worthy of our praise and worthy to be celebrated. Uh, this celebration should reflect our faith. We should offer prayers to the grieving hearts and offer our help to those who need it. Verse Peter 1 and 4 says, To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. Of course, it is nice to receive gifts, but our focus should be on becoming a giver. We should act as blessings to one another, to the unprivileged, through positive actions. The spirit of Christmas can be felt by everyone. Most often, we connect Christmas to material things for the reason that people, you know, have commercialized Christmas and they tend to forget what it's really all about. So that's how they spend the season. So we want to encourage you because we want our loved ones to feel our love. We buy them expensive gifts or treat them to luxurious vacations and, have, and things of that nature. However, however, the given spirit of Christmas is from the heart and does not need to be expensive. So many times parents are so upset because they don't have all the money to provide the toys that that kids want but you know um, if you train them the importance of giving and not always receiving that they will understand you know they might not receive everything that they want but they'll be gracious and you know thankful for what they received so today if you're out there and you have not accepted Jesus as your personal savior pray this prayer with me father God I confess that I am a sinner in need of a savior. God sent your son or his son that I might be saved. Say, God, Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Cleanse me with your blood. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord, my Master, my Savior, and my Keeper. Let someone know that you've accepted Jesus. I am rejoicing with you. The angels in heaven are rejoicing with you as well. If you're that backslider, repent. Ask the Lord to restore the joy of your salvation and come home. Come home. Come home. Have a Merry Christmas. 
enjoy your family, and always remember to tell someone about Jesus.